0: Welcome to the Swoosh Life with Gumby and Nick, a podcast where we talk about all things Nike, golf, and sneaker culture. Nike is such a passion of both of ours, and we hope we can bring that excitement and enthusiasm to you, the listeners. We hope you enjoy the show. Let's get right to it. Hello. Welcome back to the Swoosh Life. I changed it up there, Nick. I always say, all right, and welcome (laughs) back. So I went with, hello, hello, welcome back. Swish Life, episode 14, coming at you on this Wednesday, um, or whenever you're listening to it. It may not be Wednesday. Uh, We are recording on a Tuesday. Nick, you're out there.
1: What's going on, buddy? I'm out here, uh, loving every minute of it. Uh, Not much. It's finally warm. It's 80 degrees here today. Oh, wow. Got uh, this weekend uh, a little travel baseball followed up by a two-day trip to Sand Valley. So uh, pretty pretty excited. That's awesome. Um, you How feel? was your golf this weekend?
0: Oh, God, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> uh, you just know <laughs> when
0: you just show up. Like, sometimes I make golf bigger than it is. Like, I get so excited. I'm going to play a nice course. I'm going to, like pack all my snacks, pack all my drinks, get everything ready. <laughs> I stretched, I, I did a little like warm up. Um, we got there early so I could chip put, like go to the range and then you just come out with
1: nothing. So you were ready to leave after hole two? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I made bogey on the first after topping my, f- I had a beautiful drive into the fairway. Uh top to the seven iron that i had so that's always good and then um made bogey on the second it just wasn't anything like bad it just was bogeys there was no way that i could get um like i just wasn't close in my chipping i wasn't close in my putting all my putts were just offline good speed but offline so you know Cool 91 to start off a nice weekend is, is great, <laughs> um, but it is what it is. I'm an average offer. So. so am I. But so am I. <clears throat> today marks a month until the qualifier, which we've been talking about on this podcast Ooh. for a long time, which also kicks my butt because I have not been sticking to what I need to be sticking to in order to feel like I'm ready for this qualifier. Um, so now I'm a little bit motivated that we're like in the month mark. I'm like, okay, like you got to go to the lab downstairs. You got to start hitting putts at least to get your stroke like figured out. You got to get on the Peloton just to, to stretch every day because that has gone down and um get that cardio up so that you're just like good so we're just we're reinvigorated refocused for a month ready to go for this qualifier so you got
1: this you got this
0: and i got a new bag i got a new (laughs) i got a new bag which uh my lovely wife kind enough to uh purchase for me which is awesome as a little gift so we are going to be taking some uh of your the listeners um interaction on what i'm going to put in, on my bag uh, not in my bag because i only have one set of clubs uh but on my <laughs> bag so i want to get it embroidered we're thinking a combination of jordan logo praying hands gumby swoosh life Podcast frank like all of that so uh we're gonna throw out four options um today when you're listening to this podcast wednesday um when we announce it and get you guys a reaction on what's gonna go on my golf bag uh nick has a favorite my wife has a favorite they are the same actually (laughs) so uh we won't tell you what those are uh but yeah um i'm looking forward to it it's, it's, a, it's an all-white Nike bag with all the 14 slots, um, and I'm excited for it. Uh, I'll have an all-black bag and all-white bag, so this will be my summer bag. Um, I had a Zebra bag, still have it. That has now gone to the Lynn's bag. She would Ooh. need a new bag. So. Not a bad bag for the wife. <clears throat> yeah, She's uh, she made out pretty well. So And she got my old set of clubs, my shots so she's ready she's excited to get back out there which is
1: which is good and um, she's going to make the tournament uh in a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah if she if the way that i need to practice
0: yeah she will so um yeah how are you feeling though i heard that you had a little bit of a back issue this week I, I did i, know I... I've dealt with that
1: I jacked up my lower back at work, and I don't know. I haven't even bothered to try and swing, so I am a little nervous about going to Sand Valley in less than five days, six days, five days. Um, the warm weather's helping, though, so uh, yeah. as long as I'm not sitting for too long, it's it's okay, but um, hopefully, I'm going to the chiropractor tomorrow, so hopefully I can get adjusted and be good to go. You're not hmm. the only one with back issues
0: this week. Not me. Uh, I've dealt with my fair share of back issues. Uh, but my buddy texted me saying um, two-day skins tournament. Blew out his back on the second hole. Well,
1: oh, Blew it out? Like, couldn't, couldn't go anymore?
0: Yeah. Uh, he played the whole weekend, but was in an excruciating pain to finish. And then um, KT tape hot pad, ice, all of that does, stuff.
1: Have you Stretching. used the KT tape?
0: Yeah. Does it work? I, I, it does for me, yeah. I'm
1: gonna I've to used it with that. my,
0: but I've used it in a ton of places. So uh, beginning season, if I don't, if I'm not stretched out, all that stuff, I get a terrible stitch in my side from where I uh, twist and turn on that left side. Um, and so I've had to use it there how to use it on the lower back, um, how to use it for my plantar fasciitis before I got inserts. So I've used it a lot of places. And if it's, if my back's not going, but I need to play, it's it's a, it's a nice to have. Um, <clears throat> I try not to wear it out because it's too, it's, you know, you don't want to rely on the KT tape. You want it just to help when yeah. you need it, you know, so. But for anyone Look dealing into with lower that. back issues, stretching is a godsend. Um, that's like the biggest thing. I uh, was showing Nick all these stretches. And he's like, I don't think I could do that one. And that was the, the pigeon stretch for anyone who knows what that one is. Uh, but it's <laughs> be super helpful there. for me. It's really helpful. And then the, the laying down, like with the body twist, that one really gets it. So um, I try to do those before every round now because I'm old know
1: i'm 33 Everybody
0: yeah okay. how old i was the other day <laughs> stop
1: stop talking about old so
0: yeah i'm 20 I mean, I, i'm hoping that you you feel you get adjusted you feel better because sand valley is too good to like yeah play on a bad back you know
1: i love so, sand valley love it love it love it love it and it's just close enough that it's a day drive so yeah <clears throat>
0: one day i'll get out there go play it have an event or something
1: yes wouldn't that be fun swoosh life
0: that'd be awesome that'd be awesome so on today's episode we talked about that we were going to do the history of nike sneakerhead 101 all that stuff and while we still may do that in the future we are not ready for that um we know what we could talk about for history of Nike and sneakerhead One Hundred and One. um we also know that people will come after us hard if we mess up anything so we need to be a little bit more prepared ready all that um and we're not sure if you guys even need that from us you're you're all sneakerheads and Nike heads um anyways so uh, right now we're talking about something though that we that's a big part of the golf industry movement I would say um And that's how to grow the game of golf, how to grow more rounds of golf and get golf to kind of come a little bit more mainstream. I think it did a a great job with that in the pandemic because it was an outside event. You're now seeing things like Michelle Wee's sweatshirt with LPGA being brought into like NBA and all of that stuff and the NBA wearing Um, supporting or the WNBA and their 25th season and all that stuff. So you're seeing more and more of, of these things of a supporting women, b supporting golf, um, all of that stuff, which is cool. Um, And one example, Nick, that comes off to the top of my head is the U S four ball U S women's amateur four ball tournament. Um, Who we got in that. Who do I, who do we have? No, I'm talking like who's who's there, that's kind of pushing this game forward a little bit.
1: Well, I I, I think what you're trying to get at is Alexa and Paris. Um, if if you guys don't know who it is, uh, Alexa Pano and Paris Alinsky. um, two young girls who are uh, shaking things up uh, at the at the foreball right now. Um, if you haven't seen they are both decked out in off-white, um, and winning. And, uh, it's just cool to see two younger people switching it up. I mean, just going off, off brand to, uh, to what normal golf golfers are, are used to. So, uh, you know, bright colors, I think Alexa, maybe they're both wearing, uh, the black with, you know, the, Electric green, yeah. Um, really pops uh, against the black. So uh, it's just cool to see someone that young, or those two that young, not only looking good, but you know, playing, you know, amazing. Uh, currently, what are they one up in the quarterfinal today? Is that still as we record? As we record this, yes,
0: and we will give hmm. you an update
1: um, at the end of the episode. But
0: uh, yeah, they are they are one up. Um through seven i believe it was in the quarterfinal. two up through eight so there you go live update scoring as we record this on tuesday afternoon um so yeah it is really unique to see i mean the founder we'll call him of off-white creator uh virgil retweeted or reposted on instagram uh, highlights of their round from the day before um, from Paris Linsky's account. Um, that right there, a fashion designer who has, you know, ties with Nike and all that stuff um, getting into the golf world. And we saw this a couple of years ago, Brooks wore off white um, AMs yes. on, on the golf course and they were, they were sick. They were awesome. But it's these two girls, number one seed, um, after seating in the U.S. Women's Amateur four ball, pushing it, uh, that's what you need. That's what you want to see. And we'll, we'll, we're not sure if we'll get her on the podcast or not, but we were supposed to have Paris come on the podcast um, around the time of the U.S. Women's Amateur at Augusta um, leading up to it. It did not work out. Um, she just was focusing on Augusta and we gave her that that space and time to do that so maybe she'll come back on maybe alexa will come on if they win we'll see um, but we have a decent relationship with her which is which is awesome to see her um grow the game herself too 17 years old them growing the game um by doing what they do um it's really cool to see so that's one way getting fashion into golf we've talked about that many times on the golf on, on this podcast and it is it's really cool um just to see it out there you know
1: yep and i mean what for man going on five years now uh you know nike's gone to the streetwear um look especially with air maxes and stuff like that um the janoskis and everything and now you see, (laughs) I don't want to say the name, but other brands bringing some of their, uh, casual shoes to it too. So it's, it's slowly, I believe personally, I believe that it is getting to the point where it's going to be more accessible, um, and more fun, uh, as other brands, I mean, other brands even bringing out, um, their star basketball player shoes, um, just like Jordan does. So, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, it's slowly getting there. Um, I th- we'll get into it here in a couple of minutes of w- some more ideas that we have. I, th- I still think price is a huge factor. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I have some ideas. not that anybody's going to listen to me, but I got some ideas that we could run through in a couple of minutes to, uh, to uh, bring that down a little bit. Sounds good.
0: Okay, so let's get into those ideas. Let's let's figure this out. Let's change the game of golf, right? Um, I've got a list. You've got a list. uh, You briefly just spoke on it um, before the break. Changing the price. So what do you believe the price of golf round should be? Do you have that
1: number? Do you
0: not have that number?
1: Well, I don't necessarily have a number. But we all know it's public versus private, right? Mm -hmm. Um, private is usually way overpriced for the people who were trying to get into the game of golf. Um, but like if, if you're in the city, uh, say Chicago, for instance, and you want to go play a round of public golf on a weekend, what six hours, no no one wants, no one wants to do that. Right. Everybody wishes they could belong to a private club where they could go out, be home in four, four and a half hours. I, if there was a way to make these private clubs so there's no like initiation fee or food and beverage, make it a tiered monthly payment um, yeah. structure where, you, you know, your highest monthly payment gets you unlimited golf, your next gets you these days or afternoon or, you know, something like that. I think then you could bring in people who, you know, are somewhat new to the game, love it. But maybe just that once or twice a week, they can fit it in their schedule and that's all they pay for it for yeah. their monthly payment. That that's, that's one way. Um, I have the same thing written down. I have flexible greens
0: fees because I think there is such a, you know, back and forth dynamic of public versus private, all of this stuff. And I'll give you a good example. So we played a public course this week. Um, it is one of the nicer, well, trying to be one of the nicer courses um, in this area. It is Jack Nicholas design. It's a it's it's a fun track. Um, they are trying to go private, which is such a bummer for me uh, because they have the <laughs> nicest um, practice facility, and it's ten minutes from the house. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can afford private. They are putting in a brand new huge state-of-the-art like clubhouse on the 18th green which is it's really awesome and it's i've heard two bars a cigar lounge like a couple different restaurants like it's crazy um it's be a a top top tier wedding like destination venue kind of thing which is cool Mm -hmm. um but i used to go there and hit golf balls for like eight bucks for a bag or large bag or something like that um we went, we played off peak season, off peak time. So probably the lowest amount of money that we could pay to go there. And I, and I have a friend who works there and I know the um, pro decently, like, well, not, not well, but you know, I I've spoken to him a couple times. So it is $65 off peak, off peak, not too terrible. Right. Like that's, when you mm-hmm. get for a nice club um that gets you as unlimited range balls warming up and you know a cart which they just upgraded their carts to the ones with the gps and all that stuff and they can speed you up tell you how far behind pace yep. of play yep. all of that stuff but while i was in there i heard someone call on the phone and ask um how much the range was which was me like they have a chipping they have a short game area they have a huge putting green and a beautiful range that was me i used to go there all the time for the range um the guy said they've changed their prices it is now um 30 to 30 minutes as many balls as you can hit or an hour as many balls as you can hit i was like oh that's cool it is 18 for 30 minutes <laughs>
1: How long does it take you to run through that uh, large bucket of balls?
0: I I I spent an hour there with a
1: bucket I, of balls. You know what I mean? Like yep. <laughs> I, I just was
0: like shocked. 18. It is $18 for me in the middle of winter to go to the golf dome and hit as many balls for an hour. Like at least make it an hour, not make it 30 minutes, right? Like I was in shock. And 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 as I get closer to the qualifier, it is the the best like practice place for me. And and right now, like the, my best money interest spent would be booking a three o'clock round off peak off peak before it changes. Um, like next weekend or two weekends, booking a three o'clock round just by myself or four o'clock and, and zipping around, but going there at like 10 or 11 in the morning, hit chipping, putting, hitting as many golf balls as I can on the pre-round golf balls mm-hmm. and practicing for six hours and then going out and play because otherwise I'm paying a quarter of what I would pay for the actual round for 30 minutes of hitting balls.
1: That sucks. Oh man.
0: And and That's I'm a seriously considering it because it's, it is such a like a, a good testing course to like practice yeah. on yeah. but at the same time like that's the problem that's not growing the game that's isolating people and um <clears throat> and it's a bummer because it's such a cool like like course it, it's fell it's fallen into some disrepair over the past couple of years and they've really done a great job bringing it back and they have a lot of work to do still as they've admitted. But with this new clubhouse, they're trying to attract people. And people are probably thinking out there like, oh, Gummy, why don't you just become a member? Like, if you live so close and you love it. And you know what? It's crossed my mind. It really has. And I think I could get my money's worth. However, the wife would like a pool and they don't have a pool. So, (laughs) you know,
1: I'm
0: not really sure sure that that's in the cards (laughs) until they put a pool in, you know? So uh but
1: what's the closest uh course with a pool <laughs> uh or 13, 13 miles
0: there, right? no there is there's a couple we've got a couple of options okay and i'm not sure the range situation I'm like because they're they are they've been established private you know what i mean so yep. it's not anything that i've actually like really been to um one that we are looking at possibly in the future is the qualifier course that i am playing so if it goes well. <laughs> it never, I was just getting ready to say, if you know. play well, I know where you're going. <laughs> and that one has, um, it's on a lake. So it's got marina access. If we could ever, you know, find money that could get us a boat in the future or anything like that. So it, it is, you never know what, what will happen. Um, <laughs> but we're off topic. But that's, I just think that's not growing the game. You know, I, I agree. So, I agree. Um, one thing I'm trying to do more in just my own circle and everything, but I think this can relate more to growing the game is uh, play more games
1: on the golf yes. course. Yes, yes, yes.
0: I, we played um, low ball, high ball uh, this weekend in a Nassau. Um, and that was super fun. I Somehow I, I did win all three, which was great in the Nassau. Um, we did switch up the teams on the back and, and still my team won. So I feel like good about that. Like, and I, but I just think like we've, we, I've played Wolf before we've played, you know, nines or sevens or whatever it is that my buddy Steve has taught me. There's a, so many fun games out there that um, I think need to be brought more into like the mainstream and even mm-hmm. then we're seeing maybe not games but different formats that could be you know really cool we saw it with the zurich this week right team yes. format yep. um the u.s women's amateur four ball that we just talked about team format um that part could be really interesting into getting people into the game of golf
1: yeah and you know, I've played all those games too. And, you know, when I go with my buddies like this weekend, it'll be two on two. Um, and I'm, I'm, we're not the, we're not groundbreaking anything here, but whenever I play with my one friend, Kyle, he, uh, it's always, uh, closest to the hole on a par three, uh, wins a dollar, but you got to par it. You have to at least make par. So close to the hole on a par three just wins. We just do it for a dollar. Each person throws out a dollar. It's you know nothing big, but it's just something monetize bragging rights just just something to have fun with it doesn't have to just be your strokes i mean make it fun make it enjoyable, make up a game for i mean do anything you want to make it yours i mean you got five hours out there make it fun this was some buddies in my golf league and
0: um i it's i'm drawing a blank on what the name of what we call it is but um if uh if you if you see a player has like a putt that you think they may three putt which is it is crazy you call it out again cannot remember the word that we use uh, at this time um but if um if you two putt or if if they two putt they you owe them a dollar if you uh if they three putt they owe you two dollars so it's or you know so it's kind of like a fun game um just something simple like that is 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 so fun to put into it it puts mm. pressure on you like like yes it's not anything crazy but sometimes people love that like little bit of pressure yep. um and there's another point that i'll make and it's but it's another topic um on what i want to see um as well so
1: but i'll let you bring up one
0: what's what's uh what's another one for you <clears throat>
1: Um, because I love courses as much as I do and top 100 lists and all that. Uh, I wish more people, just your average player who, you know, plays their local Muni or whatever could play some of these top 100 tracks that are private and, you know, over in, uh, Europe, you know, all the nice, like St. Andrews and, uh whatever courses you want to think of over there they have set aside times where the public can play yeah. you know and i think over here it, it it doesn't even have to be a lot you know um if enough big time private courses and you know Augustine's never gonna do it I understand that um but if you could set aside I don't know even just one day a week where all afternoon was open to public play. Um, yeah, they're probably going to charge an arm and a leg for it, but just giving the those opportunity. People, yes, yeah. just the opportunity to say, "Man, you know, they played uh, the PGA Championship here, and I got to play that course." I mean, yeah. it makes a difference to the average golfer being able to say that, being able to step on the same grounds and play the same course that the the pros play. I it just yeah. Yeah, you gives you a little bit that. of butter butterflies you know like oh man you know so and so did this here let's try and reenact that shot you know mm-hmm. i just wish we could get more of that over here in the yeah. states yeah you saw that at harding park last year that's a public course
0: that people can <clears throat> play the like the pga at and u.s opens correct me if i'm wrong but they are public courses u.s opens ones
1: are they not all are they not? not all of them not no. all of them but, <laughs> but i like, mean they do, do it, play pebble I, for a price yeah. Aaron Hill, Tory, Tory Chambers Bay. You um, couldn't play Marion. That's one that's no, private. No, yeah. Shinnecock. That, no, yeah.
0: Uh, but there are a couple, Pinehurst. You know all that stuff. So yep. you could yep. play some of them. But no, I I agree with you there. Like, even if you bought a pass, right? Even if it was mm-hmm. a couple thousand, you'd give the people opportunity to be like, this is the major pass. Uh, you don't get to play Augusto sorry but you get to play the two other majors or something that are on private ones this year <clears throat> or next year after the major you know
1: not, mm-hmm.
0: not trying to ruin the majors or um but having some hacks out there you know or or maybe something
1: something like where this is probably so out of line I, I don't even know people <laughs> probably people probably laugh but what if like uh so the usga or the pga either one either one um every year whatever course it's um on the following week is open to public play and you get to play like sunday pin locations you know something like that where yes it's a private course but that following week anybody who can get a tea time is allowed is allowed to play it. i think i mean that's a heck of an idea yeah, I, I, the grandstands are still up, you know. I mean, it'd be fun, I think, but I don't see it happening. But hey, that's what the podcast is about. It's about uh, just dreaming up your own dream, right? But even in in your idea of that, I
0: think it could work, to be quite honest, because you would have the situation that Beth Page Black has for a week, right? Uh, Beth Page Black, from people that don't know, they have. <clears throat> Um, like a lottery system so if you're a new york state resident you get to play it a little bit cheaper but you go like night before like some of the weekends on friday night people are camping out or even saturday morning you get your tea time because you're there super early and then um, you get your chance to play it which is kind of cool so there'll be the same thing right like every morning week after new people but what I would say is, once you play it, you can't play it again that week because yeah, that, you got to yeah, yep. give the opportunity to other people that want it. You know, yep.
1: so I and mean, I'm can't not play great. it
0: four times. You know,
1: yeah, like so. Shinnecock. If someone told me, hey, guess what? You got a tea time to play Shinnecock the day after the U.S. Open, I'm not going to want to come back on Friday. I mean, I'm I'm ecstatic that I even got to play it. Yeah. So let's let's talk yeah. to the USGA about that. See what they got. <laughs>
0: we we've got a long way on this podcast uh to go before <laughs> we get to be friends with the usga maybe <laughs> we'll get there you never know um, but we'll, we'll see to to build off this a little bit it's it's um the same but different one of my ideas is i think that there are great programs for youth golf in america right now there is you know the the junior pga of america all of that stuff doing some cool um you know u.s kids golf all this stuff doing awesome tournaments and programs um you have roy as an ambassador to one of those programs that does like the team event kind of thing where they get jerseys and it makes it more like soccer for for younger kids
1: which is great sorry to interrupt like my kids did the junior pga last year and you're right they get a uh, like a home and away jersey with their name and a number on the back. It's a polo. Um, yeah. And the cool thing is, they they don't make it. What's the word? Uh, like you're you're not scared. You're in teams of three. or The way we did it, it was teams of three, and you played a scramble. Um, but it wasn't those three. It was just two of the three for the first three holes. Then you flip flop to another two for the the middle three holes, and then the other two for the last three holes and there's, there's no pressure. There's no, and the kids just loved it. They absolutely loved it. So I wish I would've had that when I was a kid. Right.
0: And so I think, I think that these, these youth groups are awesome. And I think we need to keep seeing them and and they need to be expanded and and all of that stuff. But my thought, and maybe this is just me as now a middle-aged man, I guess (laughs) coming in but I wish there were programs for, for people like us that did that and not even like us, but beginners that want to get into the game at this age at a Mm -hmm. middle age or anything like that. Like there should be programs for people like that, that want to be playing (coughs) golf, being active, being out there that then aren't getting, you know, it's hard. Like if you get paired up with, uh, a novice and you're a, a you know an expert or whatever it's yep. going to be hard so yep. pair some of these novices up in this style pair some of the like flight it all i don't i don't care you know you see some <clears> of these <throat> groups there are a couple of things that like the golf channel had like an a, an amateur like tour right yep yep it's expensive it's, it's a bummer how expensive it is like yes you're not only paying and, and i get why it is um because you have you're playing for a prize and then you're also you know playing a course that is expensive and all that stuff yep. um but i wish that was like more available um i'm playing in a qualifier that's a local qualifier for a local tournament that's it like it is Central to New York, it's part of the uh, PGA like thing, but <clears throat> there are not really any other tournaments that then I could go play in in this area that aren't super out of my price range, you know, yep. um, I think someone else has one maybe it's the USGA and they have, um, you know, one that's another like tournament style and you could play a couple different ones but it gets, I get priced out of it pretty quickly. So yep. providing maybe like a, you know, a youth uh, thing that would help, you know, I just think I it's agree. so much fun.
1: And I saw something, it's been a few months ago. I don't even remember where I saw it. Uh, and I, so I'm stealing it off a website that I read and I wish I, <laughs> I wish I could remember because I'd give you the credit, but it was talking about, you know, Everybody loves apps nowadays, being able to make a tee time through an app or website or something. It would be cool if that service gave you the opportunity to write down novice, uh, you know, whatever tier golfer you are. So if there's two spots open, you know who you're going to be playing with. Like, oh, it's yeah. it's two other novices, you know, beginners. I'd like to play with them. So I'm not feeling like, oh, my God, this guy just shot 200 par and I'm going to shoot 105. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be a cool little option if, if, uh, feasible, don't know if it is, but. Well, even to that point, I think
0: like you could get your handicap involved a little bit more. Yes. You know, yep. um, it's annoying the way that handicap is kept. You have to have a <clears home throat> course sometimes like all of that. I don't have one. I don't have a I don't course.
1: Me neither. And
0: thus, then I couldn't have like a handicap because there's no base, which I keep a handicap based off of my own, you know, courses. And I have my own spreadsheet for stuff, <laughs> but it's, that's, that's hard to to do if you don't have a home course and, and <clears throat> not the only one that does it, you know? So, and if there is a way to keep your handicap it, officially without your home course, please let us know because maybe I'm just stupid and I don't know. Uh, I'll I'm be honest. I don't have a couple DMS, but <laughs> like, But I just or I have to be a member of the USGA or whatever, which is, again, a price to pay. Um, So it's just one of those things where um, if we can do it for cheap to do it to the common people. um, That's cool. One thing I. I, um, Two things, actually, two things I've started. One was a golf league tournament thing at my work. Um, We got about 20 to 18 people in interested in playing golf. Um and then we got all their handicaps um based off of a handicap generator and mm-hmm. what they think they would shoot like did like a survey of everyone. Um and then we we got people out for three times, three solid times and that was probably our limit we tried to do <laughs> five to six with like a championship yeah uh it wasn't gonna happen but the first one and the second one were really like good the third one was wasn't that great so um we had everyone pay dues and then um then this third greens fee and the dues weren't anything crazy i think it was 25 to 50 bucks or something like that um but you got a couple of i i try to make some stuff up like i got some teas uh bag tag like I, I made them all but it was like cool you know um and ball marker and, and stuff so they got all that they came to the thing and then the winner based off of handicap net scoring um won 70 which was pretty decent for like that yeah. and everyone had a fun time and i made a huge check for everybody oh yes um, it was, and it was great and then we were having a season-long race so then you take your scores and whoever at the end of the year just like the fedex cup we're yep. doing that so that in theory could work as like if you had enough buddies to do all of that um or your work or anything that's like a fun way to get people into the game <clears throat> because you're you're adding a little bit of incentive to it um i've had had some co-workers <laughs> want that back but it's we don't have the numbers that we had um, for serious golfers at this time at the at work. So, and it, and we did see it was harder later on in the summer to like get people to see again to come out. Uh, and then the second one is I have a buddy who wants to play a ton of uh, golf courses this year. He wants to play all over. Um, maybe not sure how long he'll stay in Syracuse or whatever, but you know, he just likes to play, different yep. courses um and so he wanted to do something like with me and i can't commit to all these different courses um because weekends stuff like that um but i was like let's let's set something up so we set up a spreadsheet and we have a i wouldn't say a tournament going on but it's a competition and so we have a you play if we play head to head, it's a match. So we play match play, keeping our score. Um, so you can pretty much get if we play head to head on the same course, you can get two points. You could get your low score point, um, or you can get in the match play point. Mm-hmm. If we don't get to play it head to head, we play it at separate times. You input your score based off the thing. Um, it just subtracts like your over par, and then. Whoever was most over par without handicap, that they win um, head mm-hmm. up, and then there will be a season long race. Who is the most over par? Who is the most whatever? Um, and what the average was, and that all then will lead to like um, money or a trophy or anything like that. So it's kind of like a fun way to track what you're doing, who you're doing, and like trying like, hey, I saw him shoot a 87. That means I need to go shoot an 85 or whatever, you know, and then. <laughs> in one of the courses was this weekend and i shot 91 if you get you do if you do get to play if you do play it um without hit without the other person you can improve your score but no more than three times so you play a course no three times no more than three times so um again we have all these little rules but little things like that and um it's cool i have another buddy group that does similar where they they call it like a, a PGA tour, CGA tour, and I've been wanting to get into this. And Ryan and Derek, if you're listening, this is my last plea. Maybe not my last <laughs> plea, because I'll see him in golf league and I'll ask them again. But they they have a group of buddies, and you've got to like win within the first year to stay on the tour, and, and you've got to win uh um, event. And but they play, they mix it up by they playing all these other games too. So they play Wolf or whatever. Yeah through all of it and they play once a month somewhere and then they've got um a tour championship at either turning stone around here or they go somewhere else which is big and and those are the things that like i would love to get into more because it's competitive but it's not it's still like drinking buddies or whatever um and maybe I just don't have enough friends around here to do it. And and or maybe I need to go find them, you know, so because I think it's such a like a cool thing. Um and would be so fun.
1: So I agree. That does actually sound fun to have a little tour. Right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, even yeah. having like a Ryder cup event um, would be so much fun to like how like who are your captains, how you get selected, um who goes, who doesn't go. The pairings on Sunday, the pairings, other thing. And then not to mention all the details of it, polos, like tags, like all the gear that they get. If you could do something like that to the nines, man, that would be just a sick, sick event.
1: Wouldn't it? (laughs) Wouldn't it? What do you guys think? (laughs) Let us know. Let us know what you guys think about that. Um, I think my last, my last thing, uh, and you're starting to see it, especially with some of the bigger resort courses is, uh, there, I li- I'd like to have more short courses, um, more part three courses. And I know it, it comes down to someone with a lot of money being able to build them. Um, but I, like growing up, I, I was never a fan of this, but the more I see it on Instagram, and with America trying to grow this game, I, everyone loves top golf, you know, right. That, yeah. that style. Yeah. Um, I really think short courses, par three courses with lights. I I really think a Friday, Saturday night with, you know, your wife and friends. Wife, age, golf. Yeah. I think maybe I'm stupid. Probably am. Uh, my <laughs> wife would tell me that um i don't know i think that'd be a cool vibe you know like, hey let's you know it's the middle of summer let's go over to such and such par three course playing under the lights
0: tonight i, I, th- yeah, I think grab that'd a be six cool. pack walk it around in a sunday bag because you don't
1: need yeah. anything else on a yep. par three course you know like i think it'd be a blast and it it doesn't even have to be nine hole i mean y- you could make something like uh friday nights you know five holes or and make it affordable and fun. I just think yeah. I think more short courses would get people involved and transition them into the big courses. <clears throat> I think that
0: idea of like a a top golf style or a pop stroke. You're seeing pop stroke like Tigers yep. uh mini golf course like they're they're such like a vibe. Mini golf is obviously a vibe. That's such a cool thing um that would be really interesting and if you made it so that you took one cart out like if it was one of the so anyone could go you didn't have to bring your own bag anyone could just go show up and play six six holes right maybe even nine maybe nine Mm -hmm. holes is too much six holes par three with a uh a cart that has all everyone's clubs shared clubs in it um, in a sense with like four, maybe four putters or six putters, however many you need. Because so everyone gets their own putter or something. You just share the clubs or maybe not everyone gets their own putter. Um, And then a cooler. Right. So that you could put like beer or snacks or whatever and go out and just like have fun with it It would be be really cool. Um, My last point similar but different, we've kind of had, we, we did come up with our points separately and then came together. This is um, true. <laughs> but is to make courses more flexible. um, And by that, different routing, frontwards and backwards maybe. So we have a local course. Um, I was a member of it for a year with a twilight rate, so I could go out at two after two and play as much as I wanted. Um, and it kind of goes, there's kind of an outside ring and an inside ring of it. Yep. But that's not how it plays. It plays where you kind of go outside and then back inside on one for one nine and then inside and then back outside for the other nine. But if you wanted, it almost lines up perfectly that you could play the outside loop and then play the inside loop which is quite fun because we've done it before so we've gone up played five and then jump over to 14 i think it is um and so you kind of maybe get 10 holes or eight holes instead but playing it in a different routing playing that yep. is is really cool and i saw another former podcaster eric anders lang Um, do something with random golf club where he played this course that is meant to be played frontwards and backwards and by that i mean you play it one through 18 and then 18 through one which means that there are yeah the loop and that there are um tee boxes pretty much technically on or next to like greens so that you could then go play it backwards and forwards. And for anyone wondering
1: where this is at, it's in Forest Dunes, which is in Upper Michigan, and it's an amazing place to go. They just built a par 3 course there, too. So check out Forest Dunes.
0: And I think that would be confusing as hell. (laughs) But also, like, so cool on a day, I mean, you couldn't play maybe a day to play 36, but maybe you plan it so that you know that when you are going it is under a different routing than what you went or anything like that
1: so because not only do holes change
0: but then the course would change
1: yeah uh in case anybody is wondering what the heck we're trying to talk about uh at forest dunes the way they set the loop up is one day it's all one direction i think it's red and blue is how they red and black I believe red and black um so one day it's red um and you play it one way and then the next day you play it as the black um so you technically couldn't play the course twice in one day because of the way they have it set up yeah. but there is another course there the original course that you can play if you want to do a 36 whole day but i highly recommend going there because it's 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 amazing
0: yeah and so i just think like making courses like that or just <clears throat> thinking like that that this could be yes that whole seven could be a whole one because it's close enough to the clubhouse where then you still go out for eight and nine or something like that. Um, I don't know, just the, just a couple of things like that, where you could play it in different tracks and different routings and, and different that's schemes, because if you get used to playing it one through 18 and you know that like, okay, well I make bogey here, I've got a par five coming up next. And I know I can always, um, get my sh- stuff back on that par five you, you whatever but you you play something that changes it up the next day yep. and you're like oh shoot like i'm not playing the par five next I, I have to go play a par three over water like because that used to be eight but that was it's next to seven yep um so now i'm playing it as two or 15 like
1: i don't know It's what it, uh the grove 23 jordan's course um that's the way it's set up you can I don't remember uh because I played you know the the regular 18 hole route when I was there but he, he they have it set up for you can do a six hole route a nine hole route I I'll have to go back and look but yeah they they can set that up quite a few different ways which yeah. I mean makes it you know it makes it more fun just something different instead of the same exact routing every single time you play Or if you don't, or if you you, don't have time after work, like, Hey, I want to go out and play six holes. Boom. Go out, come back in. And you're done. I think outside the box.
0: Right. And that's all we're trying to do on this show is to get ideas to flow that are different. We, we all know that like golf is a game that needs to be grown into more rounds, right? Like um, people need to play more, um, but also needs to be feasible (laughs) do so um and so we're just you know thinking of the game we could get into the whole broadcast situation of things right like the way that you broadcast golf and media golf rights like how to grow that you could get into all this but this is truly about like rounds and acceptance of golf and and growing that because fashion is coming for it like Mm -hmm. we know that um youth programs coming for it but maybe making it accessible to all those that don't have a country club or don't do this or or whatever um maybe that's the best way to get people into golf you know i don't disagree <laughs> so man this was a cool one um short one for you guys nothing crazy here um unless nick what do you anything else you got
1: I don't. I just want to get to Sand Valley. That's all I want to do. I just want to get yeah. to Sand Valley.
0: No, i am I need to play this weekend. I have no idea what's going to happen. I might take, I might take myself up on that offer and just go practice for a whole day. You know, Lynn, drop me off. Go
1: practice. Like you're, like you're a kid again. Your mom drops you off. Yeah. Out.
0: Great. Exactly. <laughs> and then just practice all day. I do not know if my body can handle that, but I almost want to like, push it and test there's only you know there's only one way to find out right exactly because like a day of practice as i've heard tiger and gt and all these people like rory like do at like bears club or medalist or whatever um it seems so much fun but it also seems like so much work so um you know we'll see but if you guys have any thoughts and um on how to grow the game more rounds all of that stuff uh hit us up in our dms we'll put out a little poll tomorrow or uh, today i guess and um and see what you like and don't forget to vote on my golf bag I, we want to put that out there and lastly don't forget to become a supporter of the podcast you can go to anchor.fm forward slash the swoosh life forward slash support to become a monthly supporter of the podcast there are tiers at five dollars uh ten dollars and i believe either less or more so uh, <laughs> you can uh, pick your tier monthly support us we've dropped some hints in this podcast as what may be coming um and we want you all to be a part of it especially our supporters so um yeah come come support the podcast we gotten some good feedback some good numbers we've gotten some down numbers we're just doing this because we love to do it so. And We're just we trying a, to grow
1: our podcast.
0: And we just have a cool idea that we want to get out there to all of our Nike heads and our golf heads alike. So um, please, uh, if you would so kindly and I can't afford to, um, we'd much appreciate it. So, um, and then keep subscribing, listening, all of that stuff. Interact with us. Uh, not many people do, but some people do and we appreciate when they do. Um, and so that's, that's it. But Nick, final words? Anything? I already asked you that, but let's do it again.
1: No, not not, not much. Uh, we'll uh, we'll continue this again next week and have some uh, guests lined up for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, we say that all the time. We do
0: mean it. We do have guests. Um, yes, we do. It's just our schedules <laughs> and their schedules, you know. So, yep. but for the Switch Life podcast, I've been Gumby. That's been Nick. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to today's episode. Make sure to go follow us at the swoosh life podcast on Instagram to keep up with everything with the podcast, such as giveaways, special guests, and more. And follow our personal accounts at nSpears23 and at gumby underscore Qes to keep the conversation going. If you have any questions or business inquiries, please email us at the swoosh life podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to su- subscribe to the podcast. And if feeling generous, leave us a review. Thanks for all your support, and we will see you in the next episode. Checks over stripes, yeah. That's what I like. That's what we like.